0: What does motion sound like? With Kizikans free shoes, it sounds a little something like this.
1: Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com/socks. Coming up on Studos America, Glenn Beck previews his live special coverage of Joe Biden's joint drooling to Congress speech tonight. It's the 10 year anniversary of Ed Balls today, too. It's Ed Balls Day. Are you confused? Stick around and find out more. And Joe Biden's been president for 100 days now. Congratulations on surviving. Yeah, good job. Will he make it another 100 days? Who knows? Probably not. Let's do Biden's first 100 days.
0: Stu does America.
1: We made it, everybody. 100 big fat days Joe Biden as president of the United States. Never in my life did I think I would say those words. You know, when you become president, you have good days and you have bad days. And we can acknowledge there have been some bad days for Joe Biden so far, but there've been good ones too. Like for example, March 19th. March 19th was of course the day that this happened. Now when President Harris and I took uh a virtual tour of a vaccination center in arizona not long ago right i mean first of all he didn't seem to be president that day i mean that was president harris day for whatever reason and then of course this also happened one two three four five six seven eight nine ten let's oh, slip eleven twelve slip thirteen fourteen slip again fall down All on your side all the way to the ground and then act as if nothing happened. I mean, that's probably the best day of his presidency so far. The day he fell 15 times on his way up the stairs. I don't think it gets any better than that for Joe Biden, to be honest. Um, Why? Why does 100 days stand out to everyone? What is it? Who cares? 100 days. Why is that why is that a thing that people talk about? I mean, first of all, it's a round number, so people like it for that reason. But mainly what it is, is it's your chance to get started on a, with a clean slate. Your first 100 days in office are the first 100 days you get to come out of the shoot. You have the momentum of the victory behind you, and you have hopefully a clear slate without crisis starting to start. Like, you know, I, like uh, George W. Bush, he was, uh, what, six, seven months, in, eight months into his presidency. And all of a sudden, 9-11 happens. And then all of a sudden, he's a 9-11 president. And that's kind of what he's known for for the rest of his two terms, right? Like, the being of president and the events of that job wind up throwing you off your uh, your, your desired path. path. But it's like, The first 100 days is like if you're an offensive coach and you're scripting your first, you know, couple series of plays like that's what you know is going to happen. Then you gotta adjust to the world. But that's how you're supposed to start. So it's easy to judge that and kind of set a marker and say, okay, did they get stuff done fast? They move quickly. Were they efficient? Were they coherent? And, uh, you know, you never know down the road whether events of the day will throw you off your plan. So that's kind of why it's an important thing. So let's look at the first 100 days of Joe Biden. First of all, he signed 40 executive orders. 40! Uh, That's more than Donald Trump, who had 33, Obama 19, Bush 11, Clinton 13, uh, H.W. Bush 11, Reagan 18, Carter 16, Nixon 15, LBJ 26, uh, JFK 23, Eisenhower 20, Truman 25, and FDR uh, 99. But again, he wants to be FDR. So the fact that he only lost to FDR out of that entire list is probably something Uh, that he would be proud of. Uh, How about revoking previous executive orders? He revoked 39 of them. Trump did eight. Obama did nine. Bush, four. Clinton, two. HW, four. Reagan, 18. Carter, five. Nixon, one. LBJ, six. JFK, 11. Eisenhower, one. And Truman and FDR, zero. That wasn't a thing back in the day. Now, Trump got destroyed by the media for revoking eight of Obama's uh, executive orders, mostly Obama's executive orders. Uh, Apparently uh, five times as many for Biden, not really worth a news story. You probably haven't heard that one time from the mainstream media, and there's a reason for that. But I think we can look at kind of events as we go through the first 100 days of Joe Biden. And I've come up with a very um, exhaustive rating system, and I wanna show you what it is here. Um, If he does something really good, he gets an A, okay? If it's something that's okay and maybe a little better, um, but pretty good, but not great, we give him a B. If it's something that's like, eh, meh, we give him a C. If it's something that's pretty bad, but not terrible, we give him a D. And if it's really crappy, we give him an F. I came up with that system overnight, and I thought you guys might like it. It's just a way, a fancy-dancy a way to kind of judge the presidency of Joe Biden. So what do we have here? He uh, reengaged with the World Health Organization. I'm going to give that a D now, I don't know. Could you get an F? Absolutely. I could be fine giving him an F on that. But, you know, we are in the middle of a pandemic, so maybe there's some benefit that comes out of it. Uh, he restored DACA. That's, of course, the uh, dreamers uh, and all of those uh, illegal immigrants that just have no fault of their own. across the border because they're bad parents who we also shouldn't kick out, even though we're calling them bad. Uh, that is a, a big fat. F. I'm going to have to keep this one kind of handy. This car I'm going to kind of separate from the pack here. Um, let's go with the next one. We have uh, re-entered the pr- cl- uh, Paris climate arrangement. Big fat F. F to the millionth degree. Why? Because even if it worked, it doesn't do anything. And it's going to cost us a fortune and gets rid of a bunch of our sovereignty in the midst. No point in it at all. He ended Trump's immigration ban. Well, we know that's a definite F. Now, even if you agree that Trump's immigration plan was wrong, the results of this policy were so freaking terrible that obviously that has to be an F. We have a massive crisis on the border. He ended the border wall project. Ah, gosh, this this card is gonna get a lot of use in this segment, an F. He gets an F on that one as well for the reasons already discussed. How about he doesn't deliver a primetime address until March 11th? That is, of course, also an F. Why? Well, you know, you know I'm gonna revise that and give him a C on that. Why did I revise it and give him a C? It's terrible underperformance compared to basically every other president. Okay. on the other hand, we didn't have to hear a Joe Biden speech. And today we do. Does that make us happy? No. So I give him a C in the middle of the road there for that one. Uh, Doesn't deliver his first news address until March 25th. That is absolutely an F. He needs some tough questions asked to him. Uh, No one will do it. Occasionally, reporters will at least feel bad about that truth when they're on camera in the middle of a major press conference. So he got a couple of tough questions during that press conference. If you remember right, that is an absolute F. Uh, Let's see. He smashes the record of undocumented children, Crossing the southern border, 18,000. Did that by over 50%. That, my friends, is a big fat failure. (laughs) A big F on that one. Uh, Executive action on guns, ghost guns, and gun shows. That one's interesting. That happened on April 8th. That gets an F. (laughs) There's a little recurring theme here. That gets an F largely because it's completely unconstitutional. Uh, You can't do it anyway, even if you wanted to do it, even if you thought. It was a really smart policy. You'd have to give him an F because he's not allowed to do it anyway. That is, yes, an F, and I think eventually will be ruled unconstitutional. Um, Next up, uh, pledge to get our troops home from Afghanistan by uh, 9-11. I'd give that a D. Now that's an incredibly high number for Joe Biden. (laughs) A high letter, I guess, for Joe Biden, a D. Why does he get a D on that? Well, look, there's a big part of me that wants our troops home. Uh, You know, it's been a long time and we've discussed why that time from beginning to end of war is not the best metric to judge a war. However, I will say uh, it would be great to have our troops home. We don't seem to be actually trying to win anymore. uh, So that's a problem. And I don't want anything to happen uh, to our very fine uh, uh, servicemen. Um, And the other thing is Trump, though, did basically already plan this. He said it was going to happen in May. So he moved it from May to um, to 9-11. So number one, he actually is taking longer to get the troops out than was previously planned, yet he still gets credit for it somehow. Uh, Number two, if you think it's the right thing, the last thing you want to do is give uh, the Taliban some major coup, uh, public relations wise and recruitment wise by saying, hey, they did it on 9-11. They attacked us 20 years ago on 9-11. 20 years later, they were running for the hills. The last thing in the world we want to communicate. Why would you pick that date? to give that to them. I don't know why. So even if you think it's a generally good thing that he's doing, he still gets a D because of the way he did it. Uh, Doesn't meet with another world leader until this date. I gave that a C because I really don't care. Uh, April 16th was his first meeting. Uh, He met with Japan. I mean, you could make arguments to me about our most important allies, but really, I don't know, it doesn't really bother me that much. Uh, he hosted a global climate summit on April 23rd. That gets a big fat F. In fact, anytime I say anything about climate, the F is coming because they are so terrible on that particular topic. He recognized Armenian genocide. I'm going to give that an A. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, is it going to cause some problems with Turkey? It may very well cause them. But honestly, they're pretty bad. uh, Their government filled with pretty bad people. Uh, And number two, it's just the truth. And sometimes just saying the truth uh, is enough. Uh, Donald Trump talked about doing this when he was in office, didn't get around to it. Uh, Barack Obama said he was going to do it, didn't get around to it. Lots of presidents have said they were going to do it and didn't get around to it. I'm glad they did it. Is it a huge policy for me? You know. Not really. I mean, it happened, you know, 100 years ago. But I will say it is uh, actually true. So I'll give him an A on that. See, that's called bipartisanship right there. Do you see that? Do you see that? People are all talking about it. That's too. Look how bipartisan that guy is. By the way, uh, national mask mandate. He gets a giant F. Uh, Seriously, if I had an F minus card, I would go. I'm going to go. I'm going to make one right now Mm -hmm. on the fly. F minus card. This is the Magnum Sharpie, by the way. I only buy Magnums. You know, look at that. There you go. F minus. Why does he get an F minus for the mask mandate? Is it because I'm super mega anti mask? I mean, know. Well, I think there shouldn't be any national mask mandates, but number one, he can't implement a national mask mandate. It's really just a recommendation. And number two, it shows with all clarity the thing that I have been talking about with you for over a year now. And you're sick of hearing me say, but we do not follow the government in the country. The government follows us. It doesn't matter if there's a national mask mandate on or not. People are wearing their masks if they want to. They're not wearing them if they don't want to. With very few exceptions, that's basically the way this thing has gone from the beginning. You know, I don't like wearing masks. Uh, You know, I'm not going to wear them if I can get away with it. uh, You know, if someone really feels uncomfortable or some store is really like, you know, if I need to get in there and get Cheetos and they need me to wear a mask to get the Cheetos, I'm going to prioritize Cheetos over the mask wearing. I don't really care. Uh, But I will say... This shows that the mask mandate means nothing, nothing. Uh, it's just, I mean, you can judge masks on whether people wear masks or not, but you can't judge them on when a mandate starts or finishes because we're supposed to have a mask mandate basically nationwide right now and no one cares. Um, let's go next with a student loan payment freeze. I mean, look, you can argue, I'll give it a C. You can argue that a freeze is a little bit okay because of the times we're going through. People can not don't have jobs. Mommy and daddy don't have jobs right now. It might be tough to pay some loans back, but in reality we know what they're doing here. This is just a step to an F policy, which is trying to forgive that loan and we're going to talk about that i'm sure later on tonight with joe biden um next up we have uh rescinded keystone xl pipeline license that is an f uh, yet another f uh, not performing all that well for joe um that made absolutely no sense and cost america jobs in the middle of a crisis and does absolutely nothing to affect global warming even if you believe it's a massive problem actually makes the problem worse because they're transporting on trucks and, and It's terrible in every way. Dissolve Trump's 1776 commission. That's, you know, I'm going F minus on this one because that was a good commission. um, And the idea that, you know, history should be actually understood as history happened rather than this revisionist, you know, 1619 project, Uh, F minus on that one. Uh, Next up, reverse the transgender military ban. I mean, I'll give this one a B. And the reason why I give it a B, it's not the worst policy. I got to give them some at some point I had to use the B. Uh, but what I would say about this is it was really unclear from the beginning. This is a policy by tweet by the president of the United States. The military never really understood it, never really implemented it. It's just been a mess from the beginning. So, I mean, it's not the worst thing in the world to overturn. Invoke the Defense Production Act for COVID vaccines. I mean, you know, I'm America's biggest COVID, uh, vaccine guy. I don't think we needed the Defense Production Act, uh, honestly. Uh, but, you know we attacked a big problem in a big way. You know, it's not the worst policy. Uh, He's come up with reopened the federal affordable care exchange act. Um, It's at least a D. Yeah, I'll give it a D. I haven't used the D much. Uh, Look, this is a terrible policy though. He's the only one in America who seems to like it. Even the Democrats all ran against it. He was the only one praising it. I'm not surprised he did this attempted to block deportations for 100 days. That was blocked by a judge. Of course, obviously a giant, big fat F. And finally, He passed a $1.9 trillion COVID relief bill. Uh, The American Rescue Plan um, was announced on January 20th. Just uh, excuse me for one second here. Uh, I give that one an F minus 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 minus. Back in a second. Trying to buy or sell a home in these times can be very challenging, as you might know. Um, well, I mean, COVID times, it is challenging because you don't know if you're even allowed to go in people's houses. I will say the way the market is going right now, it's not that hard to sell your house. But can you get the most money for your house? Uh, that's a really important thing. This is a once in a lifetime opportunity if you're on the, on the verge of selling your home. The market is going crazy Right now, if you want to sell your home, you better get the best real estate agent uh, you can find. And that's how, why we have realestateagentsitrust.com. I will also say, on the other side of that, you are in a situation where you might be facing multiple bidders, you might be facing all sorts of hassles. You know, like one of the things that a good real estate agent can do when you are um, uh, buying a house is Maybe they know the other agent on the other side of the transaction and they know what they value. Maybe you put a little bit more money down um, when you're kind of putting a deposit down to show you're serious. There's all sorts of things that could influence a sale. And and even if you're not paying the highest price, if you can show yourself as the most solid buyer, you may very well get that house. Realestateagentsitrust.com is the place to go to find the best agent in your area. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. Go there now. Realestateagentsitrust.com. So as we finish our look at 100 days with Joe Biden, let me grade him on a few more things. Why was he elected? Why was he elected? Well, he was elected, not because of anything he was going to do, because he was not Donald Trump. So he was very successful, I give him an A on that. He was not Donald Trump any day that he was actually president. I did some of the things uh, that people criticized Trump over at times, but generally speaking, he's been quiet, he's been out of the way, he hasn't tweeted anything. In fact, you barely even know he's president a lot of times. And that's exactly what they should be doing with him. They should try to get people to forget that he's president. And so far, they've done an, oh, a pretty good job on that. Uh, occasionally, he, he's tried a lot of things. I mean, the thing about him is he's done massive policy changes, changes to our, our entire society. But he's done it in a way where he's been understated, uh, where he has not really come out uh, that often and talked about these things to remind people how much they hate them. And that's the strategy you want to do if you have again, that's if you happen to be a liberal. Uh, That's that's uh, that's very true. Um, I mean, he's been spending money like crazy. We have this chart uh, that Brian Riedel retweeted this. So, you know, it's accurate. Um, But just going through some of these spending charts of these next couple of policies that we're going to be talking about on the special with Glenn Beck tonight. Glenn comes up in a couple seconds on this show, by the way, as well. One hundred eleven billion dollars of safe drinking water. Uh, $400 billion for home care assistance for the elderly, and that's in the American Jobs Plan. You'd think that would be in the American Families Plan, but it's not. There you have universal pre K. Uh, there you have paid family and medical leave for four hundred and twenty five billion dollars combined. You have free community college. You have IRS funding, which for 80 billion, that is supposedly going to bring in 700 billion dollars of revenue. We'll see how that goes. We have the top tax rate going up to thirty nine point six percent. The corporate rates going up as well. This is a disaster in so many ways. Uh, really, really bad. So the question, I guess, is if you are a Biden voter, Because, you know, he didn't do very well in my book, but how did he do if you were a Biden voter? What if you were Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez? How did he do? Well, he did really well, right? I mean, you have to admit it. He's passed all sorts of spending that you probably could have never believed before. Uh, He is going to get more spending through. He has been able to do all sorts of things that are totally against the foundations of this country, which is what you want if you're an AOC. And he's been able to do it while maintaining a halfway decent uh, approval rating, but more than that, just staying out of the limelight. People aren't thinking about it. They're not, he, Joe Biden has not yet uh, grabbed the passion of, uh, of the conservative movement either, even. I remember I, I brought up this story a couple times, but we were on a News and Why It Matters right before the election and they ran a poll and it said, was more corrupt? And the choices were like Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, jo- Joe Biden was one of them. And Joe Biden finished in like third this is like a week before the election people said hillary clinton is the most corrupt now she may very well be the most corrupt but the passion wasn't there against joe biden which is one of the reasons he's in the white house and one of the reason he's been able to continue to do this first uh, 100 days of damage that he's he's been attempting um so i mean you know if you think about it look at the profile boring senator Uh, There's a crisis going on, got a pandemic, a a real crisis going on. He begrudgingly takes office. He didn't even want to run, but it wasn't until Donald Trump was in Charlottesville or something that he decided to run. Um, He's really, really old. Um, Joe Biden is Emperor Palpatine. Uh, This is where he came from. Uh, He was a senator, rose to power in a crisis, uh, acted like it was begrudging that he even did it. He's super, super, super old and is now totally reforming. Uh, The Republic, as it were. So uh, there you go. Emperor Palpatine. And the last question, I guess, is is to ask is not just how he did for voters of Biden or how he's done, uh, you know, for, you know, hardcore liberals or how he's done um, just for regular people on the street. The question here is, how did he do for the country? How did Joe Biden do for the country? What's his job performance been? for that one, let me just look through my grade. Oh, here we go. Here we go. We got F minus, 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 minus. You know what? Hold on one second. Sorry, I had to pull off this one extra minus. F minus, 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 minus. If you're trying to stay fit and healthy, you've probably noticed that's not always the easiest thing to do. You might want to have like a protein bar or something. Uh, the problem with protein bars is most of their taste, uh, the taste of them is like, I mean, if I were to grade it, I would say uh, F minus, 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 minus. That's why we have Built Bar. Bilt Bar is an A. Mm-hmm. Bilt Bar is here. It's about to change the way you think about protein bars. Things can be healthy and not taste like junk. Like crap, like it's something you don't want to put in your mouth. Y- you can actually like the protein bar that you have. Low in calories, low in carbs, uh, high in fiber, high in protein, works for the keto diet, works for Atkins, works for whatever you're doing. Built Bars come in a variety of flavors and all of them are amazing. We need to get this list of uh, flavors uh, of all the Built Bars because some of them are incredible. But I mean, raspberry, caramel, brownie, cookies and cream. Don't sacrifice on taste when you just want to eat something healthy. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code Stew15. Save 15% off your next order. Promo code is Stew15. Get 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Check it out. BuiltBar.com. Promo code Stew15. Biden's big speech, the Glenn Beck and Mark Levin rebuttal. One of those three names that you heard there was Glenn Beck. And unfortunately, we couldn't get Levin or Biden so <laughs> welcome to the program glenn beck well, uh, it does, i mean you tried i tried i tried uh immediately after this program 9 p.m eastern is when that happens and uh uh-huh. this is going to be a big one I, I will say i looked at the uh the summary of the uh, of the special glenn beck mark levin gonna be there steve dace is going to be there and then I, this line ends it a power panel to rival cnn Stu Bergier and jason buttrell i mean is that are you being sarcastic I didn't write that, but I wholly agree with it. I mean, do you
0: really need to hear from Van Jones again? No. I mean, and their,
1: their panels are always like forty-seven, you know, people long—the longest tables know, in America. I know, I know, I know. Uh, so this is a big speech tonight. Kind of, you know, it's not the State of the Union. It's not a speech about what's coming in your first hundred days, like a president normally gives. This is after the first hundred days in his first year. What do you what do you expect?
0: Uh, I think. This is a big speech tonight. uh, If he can pull it off, I expect it to be uh, full of language uh, mangling. And I don't mean because, you know, come on, he's 90. Um, I mean, because I think they are going to change definitions of words and what we know. They're going to they're going to be talking about the family. What is it? The Family Saves Act uh, tonight, uh, which is changing the word infrastructure to mean child home care uh, and making sure that women can go out to work. So there is a child care facility for those uh, for those children. This is uh, the fundamental transformation of America. They're billing it, which is shocking to me. People on the left are saying this is going to be the Kennedy moonshot speech. If indeed that's true, uh, it's not going to be a happy one for most of the country. Uh, but it will outline the fundamental transformation of America.
1: Mm. You know, we've been talking about the debt and spending for a zillion years. And I've always had this sort of internal idea that at some point there's a mm-hmm. limit to this and that we Mm-mm. can't with withstand it anymore. I mean, we've been in debt for a long time. We've spent a lot of money. But like we're getting to a point now where it seems like it's impossible to come back from. Are we there? Is that point? Does that point? Uh, actually I, exist? Think
0: that, I think I think. I think we are. Uh, and these policies, I mean, not only is he going to be uh, talking about an extra five trillion dollars uh, since last year between Donald Trump and uh, the Fed and now Joe Biden, uh, we have spent 19 trillion dollars, 19 trillion. Our entire debt from George Washington to today is 28 trillion Uh, It's an ungodly sum of money. We're going to by the end, if if we continue this path, we will be twenty eight trillion dollars in the hole in the next four years Um, on top of the twenty eight that it took everybody else to do. It, It is it's astounding. But the problem is going to be first felt because people are not going back to work. And so the definition of inflation is. Too much money, too many dollars chasing too few goods. well, usually that's because there's just too much money out there. This time, we get the double whammy. People aren't going back to work, so the the uh, places that are making things can't make them the 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 butchers and the people that prepare our foods aren't going into work. The people who are just making you know things in factories that all of us use. They're not going into work because they make more money staying at home, living off of the government. So that means you're not going to be able to make the things that everybody is trying to buy. That will mean inflation. And I think we're going to see a boom and inflation of biblical uh, 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 proportions, I think, soon. But I'm always wrong on the timing.
1: It does seem like it's around the corner, uh, at least very soon. Um, yeah. Let me uh, let me talk to you about um, sort of the direction of of, of this and, and where it goes from here. Uh, this has been, I don't know, my by my eye, a really good strategic approach. If you happen to be a hardcore progressive who wants the country to change into something else like they have done mm-hmm. a good job managing mm-hmm. Biden's appearances. They've been able to pass a bunch of stuff that you kind it's of brilliant. wouldn't think I mean, is, is that am I reading that right? Have they, have they actually played this yeah, really he's well?
0: A, he, oh, they're really well. He's a Trojan horse. Everybody thinks that he is a moderate. Everything he's doing is the most radical stuff that has ever been done to the country. We are not, uh, in my opinion, um, four years of this, we will not recover from. We just can't. It will be set into place. They are, you know, we haven't even talked about the things that they're doing behind the scenes. For the last two years, the radical left has been looking at the cabinet as a uh, control room, kind of like, you know, those old um, control rooms in nuclear power plants where it's all buttons and knobs. (laughs) They look at the cabinet as that room. And so for two years prior to this presidency, they looked at what buttons and knobs can you turn without anybody having to approve anything that will bring us closer to our utopia? Nobody's even talking about what's happening uh, in that room, let alone really talking about we're changing the way everything is being done just by printing all of this money. The fundamental transformation of our economy is
1: happening right now mm. you uh, we talked about i'm going back to the days when you're talking about woodrow wilson right uh, mm. you talked about a book he loved called philip drew administrator which was uh you know about a, a you know a president running the country with a bunch of administrators and he, we didn't really need the pr- approval of the people that much they weren't really interested in what was going on they just had experts mm-hmm. doing it are we getting there i mean how close is this to that oh i vision? think we're look at COVID. Look at Covid. You don't
0: listen to the expert. You don't have a voice anymore. You could lose your job, you will lose your position on social media. You can't question the experts. We are at Philip Drew. This is the, the you know the the next step. Philip Drew got in. This is a stupid novel that it's you can read it. It's in public domain now, so it's free, but it's oof. But if you want to see what they're striving for is an administrator that is benevolent and lovely and everybody likes him. And he just hires all of the administrators, basically the cabinet to run everything. And that way you don't have to worry about Congress and the Constitution doesn't really matter anymore because it's old and dusty. But don't worry, we've evolved through that. And it's just administering uh, all of the things that we know and these experts need uh, they know we need as people to survive uh, and thrive. Well, that is the system we're setting up. Look at I mean, we're doing things now where our schools are changing. Our history is changing. And who's doing that? Administrators, CEOs, people that you never elected.
1: That's that's scary. Um, you uh, we talked for a long time about. I think we've operated under the idea that at its core, America is a center right country that, you know, they don't want socialism. I mean, they might want more government than you and I are comfortable with, but they, but they're not they're not socialists. They're not communists. They don't want the government running their lives. And because there's that American spirit underlying this whole experiment. But like I, I, I think about that, that sort of construct of the nation. And I mean, is it right I mean, the fact that the American people aren't looking at this and really being bothered by it, they seem to, you know, I mean, Biden's not incredibly popular, but he's relatively popular. Uh, Why isn't America up in arms about this stuff? Because they're getting free money,
0: uh, lots of free money. They were so lost a year ago, they didn't know what they were doing. Um, You know, what am I going to do? My business is going out. I'm going to lose my job. Now they're getting free money. Many people are making more money than they could if they went back to work. It's a vacation. People like the lifestyle of not having to work for money. You know, it's universal basic income. They like that. Uh, Why go back to the office? Why? Why do all of that? Everything has fundamentally shifted for them. uh, And you don't have a press that is telling you anything about the truth. And the president is laying low we've had four years of a president in our lives at the most basic level you don't even think about the president right now and that's the way they want it that's why he's the ultimate Trojan horse you think about him one way but he's doing the exact opposite but he's not making anybody talk about it and you would be talking about it if if this exact playbook were being run by the Democrat or by the Republicans, except it was it was reverse engineering all of this progressive crap. It would be everywhere. So you have the combination of people are tired. um, People don't want to be involved in the president's life all the time. And so they're taking a little vacation from that. Uh, They have money. It seems like things are going well. I mean, it looks like everybody feels like, hey, things are going to get better.
1: Um, so you have all of that just lulling them to sleep. Uh, you mentioned universal basic income there. And I, man, that keeps crossing my mind lately. We have, uh, you know, th- this whole thing started and a lot of people were basically thrown off their jobs. Right. They, they shouldn't mm-hmm. have lost their jobs, but they did because of covid. Mm-hmm. So we understand that. And the government steps up and says, OK, here's six hundred bucks extra a week. And here's a, you know, a couple thousand dollar check. Try to get people through this tough time. And and are like, as much as it makes you and I uncomfortable, there's some sense to it. We kind of understand the government sort of forced this. So sort of, I mean,
0: yeah. I, I think we should be able to sue the government for the de- the destruction that they did. Hmm. Um, but that's too you know, that's too much work and too, too logical. And I don't think you could actually get away with it um, in in America. However, All of us do believe that they caused this. And so why am I paying for it? Yeah, I deserve some compensation.
1: And And, and they're right. And it makes sense to people, I think, you know, Okay, Mm -hmm. you close Mm -hmm. the economy down. I'm out of a job. You got to make me whole until this thing open back opens back up. Well, now we're back to a point where it's we're largely open back up, or at least in most places, Um, things are kind of coming back. The three hundred dollars now of extra unemployment, plus another fourteen hundred dollar check just went out. The three hundred dollars per week uh, for people who are unemployed goes at least until September. It's hard to imagine when it comes due. They're not going to re up it for at least a while. I mean, look at at what
0: Obama did. He made it permanent. Remember? Mm. But it wasn't this amount of money. But he made it permanent. You could just keep collecting unemployment. And once we got through that, people started taking jobs and the economy actually started a real recovery Mm -hmm. until you get rid of this. What I think is a uh, shell game of universal basic income until you get rid of this, you're going to destroy people and the system. And our economy, you'll just destroy
1: it. Yeah, that, that, that you mentioned it there, but like that really does feel like, you know, they've primed the pumps now for universal basic income, that people would just get these checks all the time. We'd have this relationship with the government where they'd be paying for our basic needs all the time, no matter whether you work or not. Uh, And now we're all sort of, you know, either used to most, I mean, what, 80 percent of the country is used to either getting a relatively frequent check of multiple thousands of dollars or uh, weekly checks of three to six hundred dollars above unemployment. I mean, when this dries up, the American people are not going to want to let it go. I mean, they've been made dependent on government.
0: Stu, if I said to you, hey, it's been some problems and I want to pay you more to stay at home uh, and you could stay at home, right? You would stay at home. You'd be like, ah, okay, all right. But then after I've trapped you with the amount of money that I would pay you, because I could pay you more than what you could do someplace else and you've built a lifestyle at that kind of money and you also like not doing anything, Mm -hmm. what are you going to do when I start saying to you, Uh, Yeah. Okay, Stu, uh, by the way, uh, you also have to do this. You have to say these things. You can't believe these things. You have to. You know what? Just just help me out. You just need to do this. You need to whatever it is. I have you over a barrel. I can get you to change the way I want. If you are addicted to that lifestyle, that's what's happening. They're coming at you with no strings attached. Just go. We are here for you. We just want you to have this. Just have free money. Do you what you do? You do you, boo. (laughs) That's what they're doing right now. But the consequences of being trapped in that lifestyle are coming and it's not going to be free. There is no such thing as free.
1: Please don't use the phrase you do you boo ever again. Is that all right? Well. I'm just saying. It's just the way I roll. Doug, it is so typical of you, uh, <laughs> I is, would definitely is, say. Right? Uh, Glenn, you're going to be doing, uh, going live here in just a little bit, uh, new special, yep. Biden's big speech, the Glenn Beck and Mark Levin rebuttal, 9 p.m. Eastern, immediately after the show, also featuring Steve Dace, Jason Buttrell, and myself. Uh, of course, the best way to watch is your very own Blaze TV account. Just head to blazetv.com slash Stu and enter the promo code Stu because that's how they know you like this stupid show, and you'll save 10 bucks. Glenn, thanks for coming on. Thank you. Appreciate it. See you in a little bit. Back in a second. You know, America is big. America is beautiful. There's a lot to do. But thank you for helping me do America every single night. If you get a minute, please hop over to my Instagram page at Stu Does America and give me a follow. I really, really want to have more followers than my wife. Uh, She has more than me. There's a reason for that, probably. But you get exclusive content there, links to all of our shows and uh, all that. But, of course, I just really want to beat Lisa. Another quick reminder to stay tuned immediately after this program for Glenn's newest live special, Biden's Big Speech, the Glenn Beck and Mark Levin rebuttal, 9 p.m. Eastern on Blaze TV and the Blaze TV YouTube channel. You can always subscribe, blazetv.com slash stew. Promo code is Stu to save 10 bucks. So uh, there was a politician in Great Britain. Uh, his name was Ed. And one day, you know, this is kind of the beginning. It's about 10 years ago to this day. And it's kind of at the beginning of the social media thing. Not everyone's on all the services yet. And he's trying to get into it. And he decides to search for his name. So he types in his name and clicks enter. And instead of, of, you know, searching for it, he mistakenly tweets it. So it's just him tweeting his own name. Now, of course, his name is Ed Balls. So there's... (laughs) The tweet, and this is it, this is the original tweet. Uh, It's tweeted by a guy named Ed Balls, and then the tweet in its entirety just says Ed Balls. Well, this (laughs) turned into quite a thing in in Britain. And now we have Ed Balls Day. So today is Ed Balls Day to the day 10 years ago. Congratulations to Ed Balls, no longer in the government, um, but still living out a dream of people talking about his name, Ed Balls. Every single year on this day. By the way, uh, we also have a, a new potential entry into the governor's race in uh, California to replace Gavin Newsom. Uh, now we have Caitlyn Jenner already. We also may have Randy Quaid. Mm-hmm. Randy Quaid, the incredibly sane former actor turned guy with a Santa Claus beard uh, and really wild eyes. Lots of legal problems. He might now run for governor of California. And I, you know, do we have, this is the Andrew Cuomo mug. Wait, do I have the other? Here we go. This really tests the thesis of, of this particular mug. This is the Gavin Newsom mug. We decided to make this for the Gavin Newsom recall. Anyone else for governor? I, Randy Quaid? I mean, look, Gavin Newsom's really bad, but you want Randy Quaid running your state? I mean, at least it would be entertaining. I stand by it. Anyone else for governor other than Gavin Newsom? Back in a second. So could the stock market be on the verge of historic gains? A lot of people say yes. And more, most importantly, the people at Carnivore Trading say yes. They spotted uh, several key indicators. And the biggest profits will come in sectors that even Wall Street is going to miss. Now, Carnivore Trading is an elite squad of strategists who influence major Wall Street investors. And they do this all the time. They've been doing this, you know, whether you join Carnivore Trading or you don't, they're going to keep doing this. They're going to keep making trades every day and maximizing their profits. Uh, The thing here with Carnivore Trading is they've opened it up to people like you and me. So we can go and get text alerts from Carnivore Trading right as they're making these trades. So they say, hey, we're buying this stock. Uh, You get a text and saying, this is what we're buying. We're buying it small, medium, large amount. Go in there and buy some if you want. Now, you can either mirror their trades if you think they're good, or you can pass. But you're probably not going to want to pass if you're seeing the types of profits they're bringing in. Now, they guarantee you five times your monthly subscription or double your money back. So you're going to make five times your monthly subscription or double your money back. 5x your monthly fee. Uh, Just for mirroring their trades, Uh, they're very confident, I will tell you that. The market looks to be on the verge of a massive upswing. Get off the sidelines and mirror carnivore trades now. Getourtrades.com is the place to go. Getourtrades.com. The promo code there is Stu. Getourtrades.com, promo code Stu. See website for guaranteed terms and conditions. Past performance is not a guarantee of future earnings, but you probably already knew that. All right, we're just moments away. I'm going to be there as well. Biden's big speech, the Glenn and Mark Levin rebuttal. I didn't make the title. For some reason, but I'm very excited about uh, being there doing some analysis on the speech tonight. Don't miss it. Uh, also, um, don't miss uh, Blaze TV. BlazeTV.com slash Stu. The promo code is Stu. You get Glenn Show all the time, Mark Levin Show all the time, My Show, Steven Crowder, so many Dave Rubin, so many great Ally Stuck. I mean, there's just too many hosts to mention. They're just all fantastic, and you're going to miss them if you are not a subscriber to Blaze TV. All right, before we go, uh, there is a guy. A little dispute uh, grew in a, in a neighborhood uh, in Michigan. Uh, there was a, about a hundred years ago, a farm was developed and there was an issue with the way the property was divided. There was a dispute over the property line. These things happen. They cause little battles inside of community. Minor problem, right? Minor problem. Well, it's kind of festered over time. In this way, really, almost literally. So the, the, develop, uh, the development of this battle went back and forth for a while. And eventually uh, they decided to put up a wall. Now, I guess this proves that walls work because they were able to separate the two, the two homes. Uh, Unfortunately, the wall uh, was made of poop. Um, It was a manure wall. He called it a compost wall, which is a much better way of saying it. He didn't have any problems. It was a compost wall and it was on my property. What's the problem? The other guy's like, well, if I open up my window, my whole house smells like poop. So now I can't. Um, I mean, look. You know, this is the, the this is a Detroit story, I suppose. And uh, in an effort to say, I mean, look, you, I guess you can have crap in Detroit, after all.